friends. Welcome to World Build With Us, the podcast where we create fantastical worlds with help from you, our listeners. My name is Rob Hilferty, and I'm here with pugnaciously putrescent Chris Prunty. thought you said it was on cue. And here with us again is Daniel Quinn. On today's episode, we are finishing up our deep dive into the caliphate of feasts and famine by focusing on geography, points of interest, and the capital itself. But before we do that, gentlemen, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about something that we missed in our last episode, which is the God Pacted. And I had an idea that, well, we had this whole cast that kind of had the misfortune of deigning whether or not people would be, you know, blessed or cursed or be part of which caste system, essentially. And I thought to myself, I'm like, why don't we have them just be the God Pacted? I think mm. that makes the most sense. They can see the futures. Moreover, I was thinking that they're essentially given pairs one at a time, right? And every every two babies that are born, you're essentially just given like, here's a baby, here's a baby. They perform aruspicy. They take some kind of animal, gut it, and they're like fishing around through its intestines trying to see the future. And they read, let's say, like a very fixed point in time, like 20 or 30 years into the future. And they read that person's fortune and misfortune. And then one of them has to be the misfortune and the other has to be the fortune. And so each of them choose like, okay, you go in this cast, you go in this cast, and there you go. What do you think? I like that. Uh now, would you also say that seeing how one is given the fortune, one's given the misfortune, are the God Pacted also bestowing a little bit of a scale tipping motion in, in that? I think that they should. I think that they have the, like kind of like how Supreme Court justices have their own independent bias when they're, you know, they're supposed to represent the pure neutrality of the law. But obviously... I mean, they have look, their own beliefs. Exactly. And so I imagine that there are some God pacted out there who are like, hey, you know what? We have been in a, a boom too long. And thus we should really kind of start focusing on getting back into the famine part of the feast and famine. So, you know what? I'm going to start pushing the more, you know, like the more the more fortunate ones, they're going to be put in the lower caste. So they're going to live their misfortunate lives. And the ones who are like, ah, oh, you know, this one, if we got put in the fortune cast, I mean, he's okay, you know, and then bam, there Doesn't you go. Doesn't amount to whole much. Exactly. So so this way you have kind of a, a way where you're tipping the scales and it's on an individual basis for each uh, god pact, essentially. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, what I like about that is it explains um, why the inequality works. So, you know, if, if these people at the bottom are really the ones determining your fate, then you have to respect them right. for fear of pissing them off, you know? And, and also at the same time, you you kind of like fear them and mm -hmm. dislike them because it's like, oh, that's my lot in life. I yeah. understand that. But at the same time, fuck you. Fuck you for putting me here. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. I mean, it also, and also asks questions about, um, you know, like bribery doesn't work with them because, again, they're assigned to live in a lower class where. Right. Know. Because, like, mm -hmm. if you see someone who's God pacted walking around with, like, rich, fabulous robes and everything like that, you're going to look at them and be like, hold on. They're corrupt. Wait <laughs> They're a minute. clearly corrupt. Uh -huh. Yeah, exactly. The other thing that I 
wanted to uh, question about that is can they put their thumb on the scale as it were and take some of the misfortune that was going to be in the other person's life and push it towards that person's life I, I don't think that they have like luck control like black cat from spider-man i think it's more a matter of they just see good and bad like this is if your life goes this way for both people and this is how your life goes this way for both people and then they based on that information they then decide to choose how to do it essentially Black Cat had that power? Early. Yeah. Oh. She, yeah she I knew like Domino had that kind of weird thing going on. She's just very lucky. Black Cat had the ability to like hex people and like, oh. cause misfortune. Oh, like what? Black Cat. Cat. Okay, I get exactly. it. Haha. <laughs> Speaking of Black Cats, let's get into the rest of our episode today, which has nothing to do with Black Cats. Uh, now, each of us should have approached today's episode with one aspect of geography within the nation and which basically means like give me a point of interest a geographical location that's interesting to a general point of interest that could be like a natural wonder a world wonder something really interesting about the the general country and then something very specific about the capital itself doesn't necessarily it's kind of like when we did Handasa. it doesn't necessarily have to be you know like oh well this is the statue of so-and-so in the capital, but matter of it's... Yeah, I want it to be on a hillside. You know, stuff like that. This is a really good sandwich place. Man, don't get me started about the sandwich places. So, who wants to go first? Yeah, so for my um, capital idea, it might be related to what you're talking about with uh, the kind of the God-packed people in the lower class. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the concept of maybe somewhere in the lower class there is a section of people who um, take on uh, the suffering of others um, and and that's like to be revered and it gives them some benefit for doing that and it's for the sake of the rest of the society. Um, I'm thinking of, you know, say like in Game of Thrones you have um, the, the faith militant who... Uh, kind of into that kind of stuff, you know, the the self-flagellation and the pain, um, or in any other, you know, kind of culture where you have that situation that they're absorbing, um, pain in order to create a sacrifice. Right. Like, like kind of like a self-flagellant person or something like that. Uh, what would you call them? Um, possibly like the absolvers Mm -hmm. because they're absolving the sins of others through themselves. That's cool. Do they, now they, do they have like, magical powers or is this more like societal like they're basically looked at on actually yeah, i think it's cultural. it's like yeah. i could see it also going as a long form ritual mm-hmm. of where just like these people are suffering these people are sacrificing yeah for the good of the nation okay whether it's working or not that's exactly. hold, hold on hold on. i got an idea can we make this not a cast thing yeah. it's a matter of like hey you can at any time, reject your cast, but you have oh. to be an absolver as a result. Oh, I like that. So if you're sick, like, let's say that you're like in the upper cast mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm so sick of this lifestyle, or let's say that you're like embarrassed or shamed and like this it's is giving your up your punish- destiny. Yeah, and this oh. is your punishment. It's to be one without destiny, mm-hmm. but so you're, you're essentially taking on the misfortune and the destiny of the. The misspent destiny of others, or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's someone outside the caste system who's still part of their society, because they've given up their destiny. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's a really cool idea, okay. Daniel. Cool. Uh, and I mean, if we're starting with the capital, then mm-hmm. uh, one thing that I was kind of thinking about, um, 
I, I kind of want to just make it real simple and real like easy and it's geographical. And I was thinking about like, okay, do we want it to be on like an oasis? Do I want it to be in like a hill? And I'm like, you know what? Screw all that. I want the city to be sinking. I wanted it to be really dramatic and like think Florida or like yes. that giant. Um, You're going to go for Venice <laughs> before. No. Florida is all about the sinkholes. Yeah. Yeah. Florida <laughs> or, or like that town in Russia, that city in Russia that's being eaten by giant sinkholes. Basically that, but the desert is eating the city. And also, I mean, the original, one of the original gods was the god of hunger. Mm. So, I mean, in this case, it's metaphorical. The city is literally hungry and eating buildings and eating sections of it time after time. And I just thought, like, okay, that's that's really cool and that's really interesting because now you also have, like, slums that are, or, or like, lower class areas that are basically in sunken parts of the city and that are being eaten away and then... I don't know. I think there's something, there's a really interesting metaphor there as well, like where you have the inner corruption of like what this type of society actually does to itself, you know, not to get too, you know, hoity-toity, but our... Well, I mean, it speaks to the to the mentality of the people who live there. Like if, when you're dealing with sinkholes, right? I'm thinking of when I lived in, in Florida and in Deltona and uh, we had a sinkhole that opened up in the middle of the one street in our city yeah. and it swallowed, you know, some houses and it was there for years. They filled it in and then it opened up again and did the yeah. same thing again. That's just what happens. Yeah, Lime, you start to accept that destiny. When you build on limestone, this is what happens. Right, like yeah. you start to accept the destiny and you start to have a certain like stoicism towards it, which these people then would have as a result oh, of it. That's, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it gets destroyed and then we rebuild it. Right. It happens. Yeah. Or did Kinda you guys like see? On fire for. <laughs> did you guys see the um, the in Japan there was a massive sinkhole that like ate a sit like yes. ate a building, and then it was like taken care of in less than twenty four hours. That's it's insane. Like, you see like the time lapse. Like wow. it took us eight years. Yeah. My entire high school and undergrad career <laughs> to get rid of these sinkholes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's that's kind of what I wanted to do in the city. Like. Yes, it's a magnificent, beautiful city, but it's also being eaten by, you know, from the inside out. Hmm. Chris, what did you have for your capital part? For the capital? Yeah. So I actually kind of want to go into the geography, but I'll do the aspect of it of the capital. And what I wanted to do was bathhouses. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, that's that's really interesting as well. Okay, let let's stop and think about bathhouses for a while. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, they're political no. locations. Yeah, no, I, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. because these are going to be like shared between both casts, or is oh, it a matter yeah. of? Yeah, and you're also fun. when you're in the bathhouse, you're naked, so <gasps> it's all at the door. Right. I like that. Well, in uh, except I, for the grime that that's getting in the in the pool. I actually, so it's funny you mentioned. I had some friends who went to Morocco. And when they were in um, Casablanca, I think they were in Casablanca, they went, apparently one of the big things that you do is go to a bathhouse and people like rub you down and give you like the most like in-depth like massage and clean. Like they were, they said that it was a really cool experience. Personally, I would never do that because that sounds horrifying to me. You don't want to be touched by random strangers in a hot, sweaty place. Right. right. But, but let's, let's think about that. And it's like, is this, is this a place where both of the casts come together or is it a matter of maybe the, maybe they do. And maybe that's where they can kind of sit and talk to one another and maybe, but, but there's also at the same time, I mean, public bathhouse. So, right. But there, but there's also like the servants or like the people who are there to wash you and give you the grand experience 
Or maybe is that something that this is a cultural thing where everyone deserves a good clean, like a good wash in the bathhouse, you know, something like that. Yeah. Is it maybe, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that, maybe that is, um, it, it's, uh, what's the word? It's independent from your caste. Yeah. Like, I like no, no, that. no. Yeah. The base level of humanity for these people is you deserve a good clean. Except yeah. absolvers are not allowed. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, that sucks. Because uh, uh, they have no destiny. They, they can't have, be washed away no of their sins. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let's say that God packed it too. Let's just toss them in there. Yeah. Because that yeah, way. Yeah, be because that, Right. Because not only that, but you, that's when you can like kind of get in the ear uh-huh. and be like, hey, if you do this for me. You know, so. And they don't. That's probably too much vanity for them. Even, right. Even and they're, and they're, they're treated as pariah well, from bathhouses. Maybe in their little monastery. We're trying to Now assuming they have their own little bathhouse. Yeah, yeah. They're not allowed to use the public ones. They wash themselves. Yeah, yeah, there we go. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I the water's kind of cold. Yeah. <laughs> There's not much soap. Yeah. It, well, cold <laughs> wouldn't be necessarily a bad thing if you're talking about like a... A desert? A more desert or more a hotter place. Oh, true. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I think there's a certain degree of cold that it doesn't matter how hot it is. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. Same with hot. <laughs> it's just unpleasant. Yeah. 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 All right. So th- we've got... Uh, the, a city that's sinking. We've got public bathhouses and we've got absolvers. Actually, Chris, let's go to the bathhouses again. Where do they get the water from? Are, uh, so that's actually where my geography uh, oh, nice. thing comes from, which that is fucking so good at podcasting. <laughs> so, uh, two of my idea for the geography was based off of uh, Thor's well slash the devil's sinkhole, but also there is this river in Peru that is actually around 120 degrees. 16 feet deep, 20 feet wide, and 120 degrees. Jesus. And that's what I wanted this hot-ass river pouring out of this hole uh, to be coming from. And I wanted it to be like this whole thing of kind of like the Icelandic uh, baths where they have like that mud that is... The geothermal. Yeah. I wanted that to be a big thing that comes from there. And I want it to also be maybe don't drink the water. That's that's the thing you don't want to do. So it's funny you should mention that because as you were saying that, I'm immediately thinking, I'm like, okay, this is perfect for feast and famine because you have plentiful water, but it has limited uses. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can drink it. It's not like Maybe it's you can... too salty or what would be like something about it that makes it like... Sulfur? Yeah, no, sulfur because then you're not really smelling nice after. Yeah. Well, then this could be the more plentiful thing. People who use the public bathhouses, they smell like sulfur, but the <laughs> rich guys have perfume. Oh, that's not a bad I idea. Like I mean, that, that that's something that can be... Because maybe it's the fact that it's really hot and it's cleansing that way. And mm. The sulfur is just like, you have to deal with that. Yeah. Rub some sand in it. <laughs> right. Right. I, and maybe that's maybe that's the difference. Maybe after the baths, you know, you're you're clean, but then in order to get the smell out, you know, you rub dirt in your, in, in your wound. <laughs> fresh, and, fresh sand. You know, like, yeah. Du- like, oh, clean man, sand. I'd rather, I'd rather sand. smell like sand than sulfur. And then for the rich people, like, what do you mean? I've got, like, orchid elixirs going on. It's fine. I could see, like, a weird saying, we all come out the baths out, out smelling the same. That yeah. works, though. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I really relate and respect about this particular culture is that the castes, even though they all understand that they're different and they treat themselves accordingly, they all have a kind of same mutual understanding and respect for one another. And I like the aspect that of the bathhouses and, you know, the hot hot sulfurous shit coming out because it's like yeah we understand that we're all the same we also understand that castes exist and we have to live this life 
So I'm going to go put some perfume on and uh, you can go rub dirt in your wounds. <laughs> go rub dirt in your open wounds. Oh, it's a shame. Oh. All right. See you later. Don't look me in the eye. <laughs> I, I said, don't look me in the eye. <laughs> Not a joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Um, what do we have next? Daniel, what did you have for a geographic idea? So I was thinking outside the city, further in like the savannah desertist landscape, you know, you're, you've gotten a fair distance out of the city. So now you're kind of like in a danger zone in terms of being too far away from civilization. Mm -hmm. So there's this valley that seems to be full of like plant life and particularly lots of flower life. And I was thinking kind of um, back to how orchids can be chameleons and pretend to be other plants in order to fool insects. Um, and maybe, and, and I also thought of um, this particular type of desert plant called the devil's claw. It's pretty like crazy looking. That would populate. Yeah, I've seen those before. Those are really cool. Yeah, they, they look, look, yeah. They look like snakes or yeah. something like that when they when you see like the what is it called the skeleton the, like the skeleton of it the husk yeah, yeah sure whatever yeah we're not botanists here folks so it's like full of these I plants you go in there because you think it'll be sa it'll be safe and you know pleasant it's an oasis right it, yeah. it's got water but then they also have maybe a hallucinogenic effect um and they're also semi-intelligent and so it's a bad thing to be down there wait wait, wait hold on hold on <laughs> back up yeah. What's hallucinogenic effect? So I'm thinking like two things. Okay, so I'm thinking back to like the one X Files episode with the fungus where they got lost and then the fungus basically ate them because it's got this hallucinogenic effect. Okay. So these plants, maybe they can like emit that stuff in order to get you in there and you think you're seeing other stuff and then they eat you. Oh, so we got spores going yeah. on. Okay. So so that's basically so they basically Maybe they make them like walk around essentially in like circles forever until they until die. Until they die, yeah. Maybe they yeah. think they're drinking water, but they're eating oh, like a, sand. You know, it's a beautiful yeah. field of flowers, <laughs> and then you see the skeletons. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and they probably see like the 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 desert claw type things as like animals or something. Yeah, like that. that'd mm -hmm. be really cool. Actually. So maybe they're not, the plants don't even move right They just they're they just, just plants. Yeah. They just look at them like it's like a Quixote, it's like a Don Quixote moment where they're like. The plants are dragons, and they're just like slicing <laughs> oh, them and perfect. stuff like that. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I do like the rumor. Oh yeah, like people just like no, there's dragons. Yeah, oh yeah. man, that, so that's even that's better because you have like yeah. the one survivor who, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. gets away, and he had an hallucination. His brain you know? boiled till it was no longer able to process the hallucination. No, it's, it's a quill. It's a quill. That's exactly what happened. Oh, like works. either one part of that symbiote like survived <laughs> and the other did not. Like maybe the quill took the hit for the rest of it and just like kind of fell off. And the human was like, oh, I got to get out of here now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's okay. That's really fun. So we've got. And, and now is this just one area or are there like dotted oasis maybe they form a dangerous boundary like there's a lot of them more of these plants find a way to grow like near water sources out way out in the desert oh man so, okay that's that's Ooh, so it's not they could be carried on travelers or seeds potentially mm. oh so it's like kind of oh okay maybe maybe yeah. the survivors are let you know, oh, like no. oh yeah Go back to go back to whatever, and then you know, like, oh man, I'm really thirsty all of a sudden. Yeah. And then like the seeds bloom and oh, like, I love bursting that. inside yes. of you. Yeah. All right. So we're back to body horror. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we will never not go back to body horror. Okay, <laughs> love body horror. So what you're saying, Daniel, yes. is that you come across this oasis, and it's just like a wall 
of wonder that you're experiencing. Some kind of a wonder Whatever you need. In Oasis. <laughs> okay. Right. I get it. Yeah. Hate and then you're in trouble. <laughs> hate you so much. That went right over Daniel's head, yeah, and I'm glad that you got you, the band Oasis. Oh, Wonderwall. Wonderwall's a song of theirs. See, yeah. my music didn't start until like I listened to Garbage. A year ago. So, oh, wow. Yeah, like 1998. Okay, you're, you're like sure. Billy. You're like Billy Eilish. You're like, who fucks Van Halen? I love her. Which, to be fair, fair. Van Halen sucks. They have like one good song. And Billy's they, awesome. They do, yeah. Billy, I do some, like Billy. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah. Deep shots at Van Halen. Fuck Van Halen. They're so boring. <laughs> they're like everything wrong with eighties hair metal. It's like the, okay, th- that's there not is true. nothing wrong with eighties hair. Metal. Uh, There's so much wrong with eighties. There's hair so metal. much wrong with the eighties. Yeah, that's true. We're we're not getting it. The political podcast will be next week. So, uh, all right. Uh, geography. The oh. world built for us will be on next week. <laughs> yeah. And that's when we're canceled. All right, uh, so I love your Wonderwall Oasis idea. I think that's great. Um, I think that for me, I think I'm the only one left. I wanted to do some kind of like um, an underground, again, going back to an Oasis, I wanted to do like a cool underground Oasis type thing. But at the same time, I was thinking, I want this to be, it's not just any old Oasis that's underground. Like, that's cool. That's whatever. But I also want it to attract, there's something about it that just attracts the most dangerous game. So when you're, you know, when you're sent out to be a hero, you're like, look, you want, you want to prove yourself. You go to the underground oasis and you hunt down whatever's there. And most of the time you don't come back except for the heroes. Is it one spot? Yes. It's a, it's like a legendary area. It's essentially like a drinking hole where like, you know, you see like, but, but like where all the mythical stuff hangs out. There's like, the the line of uh, Nimia hanging out with like a manticore, and they're all just like looking at each other, like, "Look, this is the only water we got." <laughs> Do they live under like under the in the cave itself? Like, I think some of them could, but in my mind, I imagine that this is basically where you go to drink. If oh, you're okay. like, there's something about it. Maybe there's some really good minerals. Or maybe the water special. Or or maybe even like there's yeah. I was I was thinking it's kind of like. Um, Maybe like the waters of Mount Olympus type thing where it's like it's there's special rejuvenate. Yeah. And and maybe yeah. that's also a thing we could add in a kind of a holy grail aspect to it as well, where you're a hero, whether you go and maybe that's it. Maybe you're not there to kill the monster. Maybe you're there to get, get the, water. the water. Maybe that's why the animals are so strange because they drink from it. Yeah. Oh, and they're, and they're essentially mutants. At yeah. That point. Yeah. Well, yeah. And now it's perfect. a radioactive desert. <laughs> yep. With... Did you just agree to that? What no? It, oh, really, oh, so close to sci-fi. Yeah, no, so, so, no. So close. How is it? It's it's radioactive in the way steps. that magic is radioactive. Yes. Yeah, I love that in Discworld. <laughs> High magic building. You got to shield that stuff, otherwise, just, it gets weird. Slowly steer it towards dying Earth. I mean, that, well, no, that's that. I'm <laughs> I'm fine with stuff like that because you have like uh, China Meevil does stuff like that in Boss Log. Yeah. So you can do like weird torque and chaos magic. Oh, like that's fine. Fucking love torque bombs. Yeah, exactly. Or or actually came back gray. Maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe this water is not water at all, but like chaos and magic, or Ooh. like a font of. Actually, hold on. Ironically, when the god of chaos was born, it also died. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. So so hold on. I, I just got an idea. This is essentially a leak in the universe. Where it is, you know how we had our shards of reality yeah, from yeah. a couple episodes ago? 
It's basically that, but like the sludge version of that. It's run off. It's it's yeah, it's essentially run off <laughs> where it you drink from it and it's not like you're like, oh, I am the paragon. It's like, oh no, I just got mixed with a whole bunch of bad things all at once. So it's like <laughs> that's why you have like weird animals hmm. and weird like manticores and stuff like that. So it's do heroes like, know not to drink from this thing or do they want to because it might give them something weird? It's kind of like going into a reactor with a spider. You're hoping okay. for the best, <laughs> but you, but you might just die of cancer. <laughs> Oftentimes you right. just die of cancer. Yes, but yeah. you know that one time you become you Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe it's just like, and this is how we have the Harpy Queen. <laughs> she was very sick and our hero managed to get the water and it healed her. But it also turned her into a bird person. Like, a lot of the monsters might actually be heroes who never returned because they became monsters. Oh, That's a I great like idea. that. Put some oh, tragedy in there. Yeah. Yeah. Show me. Drink from the water. And, and we were talking about yeah. a, a couple episodes ago about that idea that, you know, each monster is kind of individual and legendary and in that's that way. Why. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then that's why. When you have heroes become physically and mentally twisted. Like a guy and his horse went there, the horse drank from the water, he took a sip, and they merged together into a horrific... Into a centaur! Yes. Yeah, or, or a mantar, because mantar. I've been seeing a lot of those recently, and they're great. Yeah. Centaur-tar. Just... Have you seen the mantar, by the way? No. Where it's half man, half man? <laughs> what? Is it just a guy on running on fours like, with what? a torso where Is the head should be? the man bottom? That's gross. Oh, no, I like how wrestling show. This what thing. the hell? Is that? That? <laughs> that is hideous. That That's was made in God's centaur. shadow. <laughs> I know. Oh God, it's it's sitting down. It's, it's horrifying. So <laughs> Why did someone make a statue? Ew. They made a three D print of this. Look, look, What's wrong it's, with it's them? torso followed by torso. Oh, okay, on. wait a minute. <laughs> and I don't know why I don't think this when I look at centaurs, but that should have two dicks. Oh no, it would. Two spots. It should. But it should centaurs don't. Is its back like its lower back is a butt? Is that how it works? <laughs> as well as its normal butt? Yes. It's so hideous. It's pretty great. How does the female version of this work? It's really? just that with boobs. <laughs> yeah. But then what so about wait, down does here? it have four titties? Then? That's what I mean. Oh, right. good question. And then where would it's okay? Asking to the real fair, question. To be fair, yeah. to be fair, we can't see the chesticle area True. of that. So it could be nipples. It, down there. Exactly. Right. You don't know if there's nipples. Yeah, and there could be a butt behind this. Also, where do pants go on a centaur? Oh God. If you were to wear, if you were to craft jeans for a centaur, he needs where two pairs no, of pants. No, though. you just put on a skirt. <laughs> like a long. Yeah. It li- <laughs> It's it's a kilt or a skirt. Yeah. It makes the most sense. That's horrifying. All right, and get, also, let's, let's, uh, get back. let's get back. Horrifying. That monster anime told me that's what centaurs would wear. All right. So I think our font of monsters is a really fun, you know, very specific legendary area mm-hmm. that we can kind of get into. Uh, what else do we have left? Do we have oh um, point of interest. Point of interest. Point, speaking of, yeah. <laughs> Mine didn't mean to be that thing, you but did it, it just so happened to be. And I have a different one, but I want someone else to go first. Chris, go ahead. Oh, damn it. That's a hard act to follow. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, am. Like, might uh, as well get the weakest one out of the way. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, so for point of interest, I wanted it to be some sort of sacrificial pit or some sort of altar that things are sacrificed mm-hmm. on. I wasn't thinking that they were the type where they did maybe blood sacrifice so much for their people and everything, but maybe uh, war captives. I, I'm getting a very warlike vibe of where 
if they conquer another nation, they're doing something with the god hearts and those things. It's funny you mentioned that. My point of interest is very specifically tied to that. Was it going to be a lot like the uh, trophy room of god that hearts? Is that is literally exactly what I had in mind, yes. Mine is where they are broken. What do you mean? So, rather than them being looked upon, this is, think of it as... No, no, they don't. We are not going to risk them surviving or being used. We're going to smash them upon this anvil. That is, okay, that is perfect. I'm just going to go with mine now because it is a perfect segue. And also, I feel like we're, we're going to have to talk about ours simultaneously. Yeah. Mine is a tower that is, it's kind of a mix between the Tower of Pisa and the Tower of Aliabad, which is essentially like, think of a, a, a tower that has a bunch of alcoves or like um, arches, and then in each of those. Oh yeah, I do know this. Yeah, it's yeah. In each of those tower or each of those alcoves, there is a god heart on display. You can go and look at it. You can go and touch it. You know what have you, and you can go Smell worship it. it. You know, essentially, all of the god hearts are there from all of these subjugated uh, nations and countries and little tribes and stuff like that under the empire that is the caliphate of feast and famine. And it is called the tower of the wretched because these, and you can still, like I said, if you're uh, in the caliphate, but you're not worshiping the God of feast and famine, you can still go and visit your God heart, except they've made it incredibly uncomfortable and incredibly dangerous. So imagine that, you have the alcove and there's just enough space for you to kneel and pray, but it's like your feet are basically dangling off the side. Like you have no room. It's uncomfortable. You're supposed to feel small and insignificant in the shadow of the God of feast and famine. Hmm. And I think that when you talk about, you know, like your pit, I had something kind of like, Oh, it'd be cool to kind of have that idea. It's like, these are too dangerous. So in my mind, what I'm thinking is that we create a fake God heart for the ones that you smash. You know, like they exist and we're going to pretend that they still are there. But in your place, like, you know that like, no, these have been banished. Oh, so they're actually destroyed? They're destroyed oh. or created or turned into relics, you know, whatever. So is the pit secret? Like, so uh, I, that's, I, I think, yes, at this point, I think it's a matter of it has to be. All right. Uh, I yes, because you shouldn't or make not. it. A, no, you couldn't. You don't want it to be. I, I feel like you're getting a great display of the tower of that something that I wanted from the pit of where just like y your god is insignificant to mine. We have beaten you, uh, Neil. Yes. Uh, um, Neil before Zod. Yeah. Uh, the pit that I had in mind, I was just thinking of. Uh, you know that well that. Uh, in 300, they kick down the uh, Persian. See, I was I was actually thinking of uh, the Dark Knight Rises, where you know the yeah yeah very the, similar the, the pit that Bane comes from, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I was picturing something like that deep that people can still kind of like lurk in, and there is a way out, but it's kind of like guarded. And I wanted it to be as part of uh, the sacrifice. Like there was this kind of iron, uh, not dais, but kind of like. Uh, this platform that people can go on that is suspended with chains and everything, and it's there that the god heart can oh, be smashed, so cool. and it's rained down into the pit. That's really oh, cool. That's cool. So but like, below it is just like 
god ash, Fragments. basically. So it's like you're not even worth creating a relic for. And it's also the people who are sacrificed in this way have a very special way of being sacrificed. They're not murdered, their throats aren't slit, they are fed, they are given water, and then they are thrown into the pit. Oh, and they man. starve to death. That, and the, Among and the then, ashes of yes. the gods. That's that's incredible, and I feel like there's definitely some kind of weird monster. That oh yeah, I totally want for sure. Do they take when they sacrifice people? Do they take like the high priest of that religion and then sacrifice them so that then they'll be down there? Ooh, I feel like it's all those who they feel cannot be subjugated, or they are just like like their champion. Oh, you're yeah, you're currently saying that you're faithful to us, but you know what? We're not going to take the risk. Or, you know what, we uh, we looked into the future, and you're not as faithful as you say. Yeah. So with all this said, I now, I'm going back. I actually don't think this should be secret, if anything. <laughs> it should be, and also, like, for some reason, I'm also thinking of the breaking on the wheel. So it's, it, you know, like, yeah, you're fed, and you're nourished, and you're, you're done well, and then they break you on the wheel, and then they toss you into the pit. It's like, you, they, this is when, like, you're like, you're not worth being made into a relic. You're worth ash and dust. And, like, we we do not wish for you to exist anymore. It's not even a matter of, like, you're subjugated. It's like you're erased. And I didn't want to go into it, but yes, I do feel like something in that pit is just like, hey, did you notice with the last god heart that when we pushed all of those people in, we heard something respond? Do you think we should look into that? Oh, it's like a well of echoes and stuff like that. That's horrifying, and I love it. It's like, it's a shadow of these gods forming some kind of vengeful entity over time. It's forming into the, I think we originally had an idea that was kind of like, instead of the god blob, it would have been the nothing from like... Uh, from Never Any Story? <laughs> yes. Yes. yes! It's the absence it. of a god. I love that. Maybe this is where like weird oozes come from and stuff like that, or a spirit world like of some sort. Like I don't know if you have this in, in not in the sense of like you know another plane, but some kind of like, you know, shadow of things that have passed that are still bound to this what's particular realm. I'm also just picturing one really bad day, just like, hey, I think a sinkhole got into the, into the well, oh, no. and um. I think something leaked out. Oh, that oh, is bad. A, that's yeah. amazing. That's <laughs> a great idea. Got the yeah. And it's hooks. in the city, so it would happen. Oh, you know? man. Maybe they just built it over a sinkhole. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're like, maybe that was entirely on purpose. But they're like, yeah, there's like a suspended wrought iron platform. And they're like, it's just so happens to be above a sinkhole. It's like, fuck it. This is where the. Because, I mean, like, look at how people. Like, got rid of their, uh, like, trash and... Oh, hold on. I just... I'm bringing this all the way the fuck back. All of this god ash, all of this debris comes on down... top of a bathhouse. No, go on. No. <laughs> flows underground, comes out into the chaos sludge, mm -hmm. and then, like, they don't know it. Is that the source of it? That's the yeah, source of that it. Yeah, that makes sense. It's not some cosmic anomaly. Mm -hmm. It is entirely... It's pollution... And so it's like From the they're gods. creating. It's their some own god runoff. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's cool. And then you'd oh, also, you'd also have you'd have you could if people know about this, there could be enemies of the empire who try to break in and get fragments of their god back. You know, like like a last 
Oh, like weird like using sewer the rat people, yeah, like yeah. scavengers like and more, stuff like, like that. Like Morlock kind of people trying to get in there. Or, or I don't know. You say Morlock? <laughs> I, I was thinking of like spelunking. Yeah, or like, like archaeologists like, even. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I, I was yeah. picturing the underground oasis. Like there's a cavern system because right. I'm seeing a cavern system due to the uh, sinkholes, mm-hmm. all of this stuff going on, the volcanic activity. Yeah. We have like those uh, lava cave tube. Yeah. Caves going it would be on. dangerous, but it would oh, be yeah. worth it to get your god back yeah. before it's Ooh, broken. And Wait. then, of course, there's going to be forgotten down there as well. So you're going to be, ex, you know, like ex, there's expeditions and delving and like, yeah. oh, be careful. Okay, mm-hmm. j- just, just a brief question. Yeah. So it's magma when it's underground. Yes. So if it's in underground in a cave, is it lava or magma? If it's underground, it's still magma. If it surfaces or hits air, essentially. Yeah, but there's air in the cave. Yeah, but I, I see your point. Yeah. At that point, it's lava because it's hitting air. It's it's essentially... Okay, so it's not magma. Right. Okay. Because, like, let's say you're you're in a tunnel, and then you feel... Well, you you if you were in a tunnel that was that hot, you'd, you'd die. be dead, yeah. You'd be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're God-packed, it. or maybe not. Who knows? God-pack of lava. Or magma. So for the sinkhole slash god prison or where they are broken upon the wheel, I was thinking that we can have it like a waste disposal area a little bit outside of the city on uh, a tectonically safe area. Because maybe the first one was in the city. And, and then, then they were like, oh, fuck that. Like, Not good. Not yeah, good. We, we can't have our like massive display of, you know, like dominance just be, oh, well, not... Canceled today. There's a sinkhole. Sorry, guy. Like the sinkhole grew a little bit. Ignore you know? the abolith. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh man, aboliths are so cool though, and I they know. also have no place in our setting whatsoever. I'm just saying, random abolith. All right, abolith dragon, elithid like, kind of insect creature. They're bugs, like they're like fish. Aboliths are the fish monsters yeah. that elithid fight all the time. Yes. Yes. Who. Come from the future, escaping oh. the past, or something. I, I also that. thought that the Illithids become aboliths after oh. like enough time. Or there something. is oh, a weird yeah. thing. So they're, from the future? So they're both fighting because they're both from the future, but they don't recall either of them being there. So it's kind and of like, whoa. Like, okay, we're getting way off topic yeah. here. Okay. Let's, can we, instead of having them in the capital, can we just have them in a completely other city? Like maybe they kept. <laughs> Maybe they kept trying to, like, okay, this is where we're going to have the breaking on the wheel. And then another sinkhole popped up. And they're like, <laughs> all right, you know, after the third sinkhole, like, just move it down the, like, way yeah, down the yeah. way. Like, we just conquered that new tectonically stable area. Hey, you know what's all bedrock and shit? Let's go make it there. It's just, now like the Fort Knox kind of prison. Like you were saying earlier, people might attempt to break into it. That's yeah. a great idea. But maybe they put it in a conquered a wholesome holy city and they put it in their holy fortress. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. Also, now we have the idea that there is like this once, like there instead of there just being like a random pit that has God juice in it, it's like now you can actually go and actively dig in like an archaeological area where it's like, hey, this is where the God Hearts were. And so you have this weird kind of subculture and, you know, And they didn't want, like, uh, of course they weren't going to do, like, a full cleanup job because they're just like, no, fuck that, I ain't going in there. Come on, man, let's just, let's cap it off it's and, you know, creepy. think about it later. Mm-hmm. Basic, and, and then, of course, over the years, people have kind of dug their way back into it. And then we have more locks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, basically. Just really cool. New York. 
Get, or chuds? Can we have chuds instead? What are chuds? You know what chuds are? No, 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 no. Oh my god! You are these like Chicago no. Morlocks? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jersey Morlocks. <laughs> Jersey Morlocks. What would you call those? Jorlocks. Jorlocks. <laughs> I would just say they're you know, Jersey Morlocks. They're Jersey. No, no, they no they're, they're just, Jersey. They're just being from New Jersey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> To be fair, disclaimer, people from New Jersey who are getting mad right now. My wife is from New Jersey. Okay? And also, I mean, you're from New Jersey. So. <laughs> oh, no, no. Chris, no, Chris is from New Jersey. I am Jersey. not from New Jersey. Also, fuck you, Newark, for the time that you didn't let me off on the train at the right time. <laughs> Newark, yes. Yeah, I don't know your name, but you know what? He was actually helpful. Everyone else on that train, fuck you. Because that guy wasn't yeah. from Newark. Yes, he was trying to be helpful. No one else was. All right. I'm I'm Hell pulling up yeah I'm pulling up Chud, which is the film. Uh, it is about hold on I have to I have to get this. Right. It stands for something. For? Children, gentlemen. So let's benefit. Chuds from are cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. A brilliant horror movie from 1984. And when I don't know if you saw um, us, the new yeah. Jordan Peele movie, when they zoom in, one of the VHSs. Is that? Chud. Oh my oh, god! And I lost my shit. Oh my I'm like, god. yeah, Chud. And there like, were so many like little Easter eggs in that movie. Yes, exactly. So I basically, these are Floridians, excited. is what you're saying. Oh. No, they're Chicago. Because oh, that's right. Sh- yeah, sh- sh- I get it. Sh- that's right. Well, they yeah. were there. It's yeah. it's I, I guess an sh now noise, even though it's ch. So right, it's from the Latin. Chicago, they're Shuds, Shud. I guess. Chicago's. What? I want a Chicago dog now. I'm sorry. Okay, so where were we? We were talking about chuds. I don't know. Yes. We got we got involved with the chud chuds, talk and waste then... disposal. Oh, Daniel, you have right. your point of interest. Yes. <laughs> we got we went off the rails with chuds and Jersey moral Floridians. <laughs> Floridians. Okay, fun fact about Florida. Just one side note. Do you remember the Florida cannibal on bath salts? Yeah. Of yeah, course. yeah. Okay. Florida. So. There were no drugs in his system. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. yeah. Just fun fact. People were like, oh, it's bath salts. Like, nope. nah, he was he just... just ate that man's face. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't the homeless well, guy. What are you supposed to do when you got a hankering for face? I mean, you uh, go on the streets pork, of Florida. Pork cheek, frankly. Mm. Oh, God. Or goat's head stew, which is also very good. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of goat's head stew yes. and cannibalism, <laughs> you. Daniel, your point of interest. <laughs> so this, it's interesting because this this connects to what you guys are talking about with the Godhearts. Well, with the Chuds. <laughs> they live where the Godheart fragments are, right? So um, I was thinking, like, from two perspectives. One, the city, we talked about balance in the sense that you've got, like, all the cast have to kind of keep things in balance, in, in, both in their government and their culture. Um, so I was wondering, well, what is, what, where is the Godheart itself housed for their god? And so I was thinking of this, and I'll need your help kind of fleshing this out because I kept it kind of vague. This living um, edifice or building where the Godhart is inside of that the um, God Pacted are allowed to enter and have to tend to because it grows or or um, gets sick depending on the health of the culture. Oh, oh, that's kind of interesting. We we didn't really think of Godhearts as necessarily living things, but I like the idea that it kind of has. Maybe, and, and again, I, I feel like this episode, everything's really kind of curtailing into one another. 
maybe the sinkholes and stuff like that are a sign of sickness. Of its sickness, yeah. It, yeah, and, and people just don't understand mm-hmm. that that's what's going on. And stuff well, they like don't that. even want the public to know because it could right. make a pu- uh, panic or of some kind. Right. And it could it could visually be paired with your tower too, because I know your tower is a representation of their um, conquests almost, right? Right. But if it, if there's another one that's like similar and it's a representation of their health, I don't know. But then to your point though, maybe if it's sick, you don't want them to see that. Yeah. Right. In, in that yeah. sense, I was actually thinking that we could do like a citadel of some kind yeah. because again we're doing like a big it's it is a militaristic society mm-hmm. why and and what better place than to like hide someplace than in a citadel of some kind you can have like a like a red fort situation or even um the italian one um one on the ocean castile no it's um uh, castile san angelo or we when we were oh, at yeah, Rome, yeah, yeah, we yeah. saw it. Yeah. yeah, that one. And then there's the one in uh, France that is kind of like just built on an island and you can only go it, at it when it's low tide. Yeah, but I mean, we can't really do that here. I know. I, I don't know, think that I makes know. a lot of sense. Unless but just a, like, a secluded uh, citadel. It could be surrounded by sinkholes. I, oh, that's not a bad <laughs> I like idea, actually. But I, I had an idea of a citadel in the city and stuff like that and people kind of look up to it and whatnot. Mm. And it's a matter of like, oh, you're not getting into that place. Like, yeah. that is the last vestibule of... I mean, maybe people don't even know what the living structure looks like because of its outer casing, you know. Oh, it's it's kind of like a false edifice mm-hmm. on the outside, and then on the inside it's maybe a... And only the God Pact would go in there, the ones that can prophesy, and they're allowed to tend to it. That's kind of... Or, or maybe there is, you know, like a, a citadel on the outside, and yeah. then even further on the inside yeah. there is like a, a deeper heart. Kind of mm-hmm. like, um, I don't know, let's say like the the Vatican... Yeah, yeah. The like secret it's, it's very or... closed off to them, yeah. Well, I mean, have, have you ever been to the Vatican? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we were, we, yeah, yeah. Or maybe like, I like disappeared. they do... They touched me. Oh, no. <laughs> well, maybe like they do what the Conclave ago. does where they have to get together at a certain time in that, in that mm-hmm. building. Right, I was yeah. thinking of like where they where the they buried like the popes right. and stuff like that where you go down underground. Yeah, maybe it's underneath. Yeah. yeah, and then, you know, underneath... Even more of all mm-hmm. that, where they have like Nazi gold and you know, like oh, the rat know. tunnels. Yeah, I mean, where the chuds like are. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? The chuds, Catholic Catholic chuds. Yeah. Now I'm just thinking of like chuds with like miter hats on, <laughs> like lots big... of them, but they're small. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man, we gotta get away the cardinal of chuds. <laughs> uh, the godhart's really just a chud. Pope chud. Chud. All right. Okay. So I, I I like that idea of like this outer citadel, inner sanctum, and then there is the god heart itself. Because I mean, again, it's a militaristic society. I imagine that they understand that we don't want anybody getting to this place. I also, when you say tending to the god heart, yeah. for some reason, I also picture this weird kind of like bonsai action of where it's just like the god also needs to be like given times of feast and famine. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's alive in some sense. Like oh. I think we originally called it like, um, I think we said that the Godheart itself was like a ritualistic dagger. Mm-hmm. Maybe the oh, Godheart it itself. Yeah, maybe it needs blood. Maybe it needs yes. to be fed. I think that, oh man, that's. I like and, it. Hold on. Well, uh, no, no, no. I take it back. Well, well, actually, hold on. Let me let me just skip all this idea. Maybe in special cases, or maybe when it needs to be sated, they take it out and that's what they use for the aruspice. Oh. rituals so you know like normally they're like yeah whatever keep it locked away but then like on very special days yeah. it's a matter of like oh no 
this is for this particular yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and oh. maybe instead of like animals that day it's it's living people, people yeah it's a matter of yeah we're we're not pulling animal guts we're pulling and maybe oh maybe maybe when they do it that way you get like even further into the future yeah. for them or like there's some kind of enhanced thing by using the actual god heart itself mm. Maybe it's like, you know, they just conquered some place and it's the most important, like a really important person from that place. And that's the person they use for sacrifice. That's you know? fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, cool. and maybe, maybe that's what kind of spurs them to be as militaristic mm-hmm. as they are. Because they see further and further. No, it's because yeah. their God hungers for oh. it. And they can, and this God only deserves like mm-hmm. the best of the best. Okay. But yeah. I don't. I don't want like the ten thousand psychers a day sacrifice to the golden throne thing of forty k. No, like it's just a special, special. Yeah, like just the prince, or just or just right. the the queen from that place they yeah. conquered. Once again, going up yeah. to plot hooks, it's just like give me one of the walking god hearts, like one of the people. It's just like I want to feast on this. That's so gonna be a thing when the old world and the new world collide for sure, a hundred percent. Once the once the caliphate understands that these are living gods. Oh, you best believe they're going to be like hunting down the new world. We're very interested in seeing this. So yeah. there'll be like an inquisitor group that goes out to find them to bring them back to the town ta- and like keep like hunt them down alive and stuff mm-hmm. like that to oh, sacrifice man. them so they can look a thousand years into the future. Oh my! The boxes. God, it's so funny. And then the further crazy. they look into the future, they see things, but it's more and more possibilities. So then it open, opens much more interpretation. Yeah. But it's dangerous, yeah. but it's worth it to them. All right. So so yeah, I think this is a great idea that we're kind of pushing. Where it's like it's not well, they're not militaristic because they're just oh, we want to fight. It's like no, our god hungers and we, they need it. They're like the Bene Gesserit also, almost. To to get back into your thing, it's like the the god emperor in forty k. It needs however many psychers per ten, day. Ten no, no, no. This the god heart like hungers, and so maybe its stomach gets a little grumbly, you know, like whatever. And but they let it go because they understand feast and famine. Mm-hmm. So there's no like we need a thousand god princes a day. It's like no, you know, we can kind of glut. But then of course there will be you know like one day where it's like. Oh, there's a giant sinkhole, and I think we're starting to understand it's where they're time. coming from. Oh, God's yeah. angry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's more than a little peckish at mm-hmm. this point, you know. Uh, I didn't know that our God could create a, God, a desolation storm, but uh, it's on its way. That's the thing that's happening <laughs> right now. Brought you bush. It puts a lot more responsibility <laughs> too on the God-pacted like uh, prophets, essentially. They're they're essentially caretakers and stuff like that mm-hmm. to the God heart as well, but like. Yeah. In a weird, like, kind and of their abusive relationship. Oh, and going into and going into that, yeah. back into the monastery and warrior-like monks that does fit with this now fortress monastery, mm-hmm. which yeah. is mm-hmm. I love being able to say a fortress yeah. monastery. It's just I like it fun. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. Uh, one thing oh. that I wasn't sure if it would come up in the culture of everything is, do they know how far into the future their fate has been seen? I think it's a, I think it's a fixed point in time. So is there some sort of like day of celebration or just like, oh, nothing's written up to this point. My fate is my own now. Oh, I like that. That's yeah, that's a fun idea. That would be a cool like um festival. Which it's oh, like a birthday for them. It also yeah, works with the It's like a day of rebirth. Yeah. But it's yeah. also kind of working with the uh wave of like feast and famine once again, where it's just like, hey, everyone of my generation. Nothing's written after this date. Yeah. Well, I, I oh, that, yeah, that's interesting. But I was thinking like the priest or the 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 god pactor don't tell you what happens. Yeah. Like it's a matter of like they just do it, and then you're like you're sitting there like what what 
why am I living this life? Like, what's going on? You know, that kind of thing. Although that is rather interesting. Although... If they know about it. I was going to say, does the general population know that there is a a fixed point? Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe it varies by person, but it's a, it's a more metaphorical thing. So like you're saying, they don't know specifically like what happens to you, but they know like beyond, this is as far as the prophet has seen for me. I think yeah. not knowing and it being a secret would form a lot of complacency with the public, with the status quo. Whereas if it was known, it was just like, well, you guys only can see 20 years in the future. I'm going to live possibly 60 years. Fuck or, you guys. Or in the opposite way, imagine like, oh, you're not alive in 20 years. Like in either future, you're not oh, alive. Wow. You're not yeah. alive either way. So we're giving you the bad one, just because, right? Like imagine, imagine like, oh, in this one there's nothing, in the other one, yeah, he might yeah. be alive. So he can't yeah. be important, so I can't assign him there. Yeah. yeah. Again, oh, and, and another idea that I had. So the God Pacted have to go through the trials, right, in order for them to become God Pacted. The idea that I had is this fortress, this citadel. You essentially have to work your way up to God Pacted status through military service, essentially. And then from there, you take the God Pact and you're either put into the priests, the the priests, or you put into the generals, essentially. And you basically work. So you're, you know, no matter what, you're always around that citadel area. And then you get closer and closer to the heart, the closer you get to actually taking the God Pact to test. And stuff so, like that. so like player, uh, paladins and clerics kind of thing. To, is that, to break is that foreseen? Like, is that so like what... For someone who can do that, like, is it foreseen when they're given their fate that they can have that choice? I, what, one of the things I feel that like I that's think longer is, than twenty years. Yeah. In some cases, yes, but obviously, there's going to be like wunderkinds and stuff like that, where it's like, I'm only seventeen and I'm already, you know, like that kind of thing. Moreover, what I was also thinking is, imagine like, so the God Pacted are, are kind of like looking through these animal entrails. And they're seeing these snippets, but they're also able to catch glimpses of what's happening around them. And like looking around like, oh, the, you know, like there's an empire attack. We, we just invaded this place. And they're like, they're, get, they're gathering stuff. Yeah. Right. They're gathering like snapshots and like, okay, you're seeing a very specific fixed point in time in life. What can I gain? What can mm-hmm. I glean from that? You know, like, and it's a matter of. Memory interpretation. No, no, no. No, no. More than that, it's a matter of, I'm sorry I wasn't paying attention to your life so much, but there was a lot of stuff going around. Maybe you're, I don't know, maybe you go this way. Whatever. I did notice that at 16. Nice. (laughs) Well, no, no. Nice. it's, It's not like you get, it's not like you get the fast forwarded version. It's imagine you're watching a YouTube video and rather than watching it at four times you speed, skip. you skip all the way to year 20 mm. and you don't get anything in between. We have to infer like, things like based on what you exactly. see. You know? <laughs> exactly. And that's, and that's kind of what we're going with. Yeah. I sense. would also, if it is kept a secret for certain ones who work their way up through the priesthood, mm-hmm. if suddenly when they gain that knowledge, it's just like, it's, it's always been my own after that point. Like, well, would it leave you hollow? Then, right? would, you yeah. leave you, would it leave you, like, uh, fulfilled? Because you're like, oh, all of this was my action. It wasn't preordained. And then at that point, I imagine that... And now I have to go into preordaining other people's faiths. What's the crisis <laughs> of faith at that point, right? That's what I mean. I think at that point, it is, it's probably the final test, right? Mm-hmm. They tell you the final secret. And that either like breaks you, and you're not part of it anymore, or, you or right, and you're like, well, I'm gonna be an abs- I'm gonna be an absolver, right? Because I can do nothing else. Mm-hmm. That's actually an interesting yeah. idea as well. Imagine being like, oh yeah, the there's like 
the majority of the original absolvers just come from failed god pacted. And they may have a shared, some of them may have a shared philosophy in that they have, they value their own freedom, the freedom of their destiny, because they got to that point and realized they were in control. There's a lot to it, guys. Mm -hmm. Meat on that sandwich. Oh, yeah. And uh, on that meaty note, uh, I think it's a good place to end. Uh, this has been this has been the deep dive episode of the Caliphate of Feast and Famine Part Two. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, as always, for World Build with us, I am Rob Hilferty here with Chris Prunty and Daniel Quinn. If you have any questions, uh, if you want to correct us, if you just want to send us an email that gives us a cool idea or something you want to see in the future. You can always email us at worldbuildwithus at gmail.com or you can leave a comment. We read all of those, mostly because there are none. But uh, <laughs> 100% reading rate. I, yeah, exactly. Always there. Either way, we love you very, very much, and we will see you next week. Smooches. Shut. Mm.